0: Hello, and welcome to this episode of Demystified as we explore home cooking in a modern world. Hello, I'm Linda, and I'm here with my friend Paul. Hello, Paul. Monday, e Monday. (laughs) How are you this morning, Paul? It's Monday. Well, Friday <laughs> you're pretty grumpy. No, I know, I'm I've
1: had the weekend to um, to cool off.
0: Oh, that's good. So today, Paul, how about we talk about the things to consider when you're buying an oven?
1: Because yeah, it well, would
0: have changed over the years since I bought mine.
1: Yes, but seen as in this room of the two of us you are the most recent purchaser of an oven, it's probably... Your customer journey. I mean, the customer journey between now and, well, between what you experienced and now is probably quite different. So, although it might be the same. So it'd be interesting to know if we've actually, if we, I say, if the industry has moved or changed since, what, how long ago now? Seven years? Seven years. Seven years ago when you updated your kitchen. And we're not just talking steam oven, let's talk kitchen Suite or appliance suite. I mean, because you bought everything except for a fridge. Really. That's right. Yeah. Mm. Um. There is a wine fridge, though. <laughs> uh, that was Mama, the must, that's have, Mama. must have. Must have purchased. Mama's
0: little helper. Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> um, and yeah, like, a, yeah, I suppose. Um, I mean, what was your journey like? What well, did you do? Because 90%. I know originally you went to a small local uh, retailer but did you look online first? Did you go into the stores, feel, touch, taste?
0: Well, seven years ago, the world was a little bit different on the internet and there wasn't the availability of information that there is now. There were no really? recipes.
1: Yeah, yeah, okay, but we're and talking about the appliances. And though. in
0: terms of the appliances, there was not a lot of information. Mm. And I had... I you know I think I'm pretty good at researching and I must have watched you know the Rob Sinclair ENS trading videos where he did the roast uh, pork yeah. in a concealed lid with, with came out crispy which I still think Rob doesn't work yeah um, and his chicken or and then his barramundi came out later and I must have watched those 500 times each trying to get my handle on. I even bought the same La like, pot that he had. On that video, because I thought for sure, the same color, everything. Yeah. Because I wanted it to come out when as soon as I uh, got it installed, but I did a lot of research, and I really, you know, sort of couldn't find out a lot of information, other than the technical specifications of what it did.
1: Yeah. So it was a leap of faith.
0: Totally. Mm. And I walked in with my research, and I'd spoken to a really great friend who's who just renovated their kitchen and you know they would said you know go for this uh, particular brand and I'd researched that brand and it looked pretty good and I had the pricing and it was in the budget and so he walked him with a little list of of goodies our builder said don't go to the smaller retailers you're not sure you know you get a better price and I want you to go here so we ended up going to a, a major retailer and we walked in with our little list and the and the salesperson that we said said, no, just, yeah, that's that's fine, That but here's what you're actually going to buy. And told us about, you know, did a sales spiel yeah. about why that brand that we'd looked at, this is a brand that, you know, you should go to in that price range. And we walked away with something completely different, the same product, but a different brand to what we started, what well, I'd researched.
1: And so that to me is really funny because... I kind of look at and not all kitchen updates, renovations, new builds or whatever, um, in my mind are I mean, you might just be doing a, a swap out. Old oven's broken, get rid of it, put a new one in, right? But you might be doing what you did, which is a renovation and buying an entire suite. Now, it's a depending on your budget, but it's a reasonably big expense. If you look at expenses that you have in your lifetime house, car what's next? As far as things that you buy you know sure a renovation but appliance purchases are pretty high up there if you're buying an entire suite, like it's a lot of money now the reason that I say car in there is that when you go because Dougie probably would be better to talk about this but I I mean, I've had my car for three years now. But when you go, you go in with a preconceived idea and you test drive said car, whatever the brand might be. And you've done all your research online, you look at it, you like the look of it, and then you go and drive it, and it's not what you expected. It's not what you wanted. And no matter how much the salesman works at it, if it's not right for you, you're not going to buy that car. You went in with a preconceived idea about which brand of appliance that you were going to buy. And you got swayed. There's very few major purchases like this, I think, that you can be swayed by someone.
0: And I think at the time, I didn't know what I did. And this is the problem. And so, yeah, we replaced our gas hob with a gas hob and got a sink with a double sink. So that was pretty easy. But I didn't know. Yeah. You know, when you are buying a car, you've got a fair idea, and and in the end, when Doug, Dougie got his uh, Maserati, you know, largely it was built. Um, it, it had to do a lot wrong before we wouldn't have bought that car because we yeah. loved the colour, loved the style, and inside it was up to scratch. You know, but um, but we had done a lot of research, but I didn't know what we didn't know. Doug and I had been to one demonstration, a cooking demonstration, for a Vizug mm. and um, that was great showed me what it could do but you know it was all electronic and I thought gee we're going from a little chef split oven and little tiny you know cooktop to something quite different and it would be overwhelming yeah And, and it was a new product we had no idea there was no research there was a complete leap yeah and I relied on the salesperson telling me the truth the absolute truth
1: yeah
0: and uh so and having now, our... do you know
1: what for that salesperson that probably was the absolute absolutely,
0: truth. and I'm and I don't regret it one minute. We've no. had a great brand. It's um, not the not the most expensive oven, and here it is seven years later, still going strong.
1: A couple of services in between. A <laughs> couple of
0: things. Well, that's right. A couple of things wrong. But but you but know, that's, but, like, but when we talk, going. yeah,
1: but when we talk about the customer journey, I suppose what I'm trying to. Um, get across is rather than walk in with a single preconceived idea if you are doing research to buy a suite of appliances look at multiple brands and have a top two or three because I think if you walk in with one it's it's very easy to maybe be swayed away from that and pushed onto another one that you weren't even considering but if you have two or three and you've done a bit of research because uh, like I think if you are, even if you are purchasing a single standalone, let's say, combi steam oven, even if it's a small compact, they're probably still around, depending on which era, you're probably still looking at $2,000 Australian plus, depending. Oh, yeah, easy. Um, no, that's not a small amount of money for something that, you know, promises a lot of performance and all the rest of it, but that's, that's a lot of money. Like two thousand dollars is is a lot of money, so I sort of say to people, "Well, okay, have a look at you know put a put a list of two or three of the brands that you're really interested in, and then rather than have the salesman talk at you, you quiz them. And I think you're going to find that you'll probably get a better experience because this is about the customer experience. If if you're quizzing them about the brands that you're interested in. If you go in and go, I want them to know about this brand, and if they're in the mood... I mean, because you've returned to that same store just as an experiment and said, oh, I'm looking at doing X, Y, and Z, da 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 and the same salesperson has actually suggested another brand. Mm. So on that particular day that you went in, that salesperson suggested X brand, and then what? But
0: there, were, there was a time lag. Yeah. But what, what would you ask? If you've done your research... And you've never... You don't know anyone who's got a combi steam or steam oven. Yeah. You've done your research. You've gone to websites like ours and, and uh, maybe Emily's and you've had a look around and you've seen what's out there, mm. that pe- what people are producing. And You've had a look at the forums. You've still got to look at how you cook and what you're, what you're feeling like about spending this money and whether you can see any real gains, whether you think it's a bit of a hype. So, so I'll you
1: I'll, I'll quote my uh, friend who has appeared on this podcast, James Vogdanis. One of the first things he taught me was, if the appliance doesn't look good, you're not going to buy it. Well, that's true. Regardless of performance. If it doesn't actually suit the style um, that you're building into or rebuilding. So if it doesn't look the part, you're not going to buy it. So appearance is one of the considerations. Um... Now, there are different types of people, of course. I'm very much a usability, functionality type of person. So I want to be able to, not only for me to use it, but for whoever else is in the house to use it. Because you said it before, you were going from a very old, you know, electric, crappy, let's be honest, um, appliance setup. To looking at something that was uh, full digital interface touchscreen the whole kit and you didn't only consider you but you also considered Doug and I reckon you veered away from that because you thought well getting Dougie to buy into this and go full digital maybe it wasn't the right move for you so functionality is the not only functionality of how you know well the appliance works but so the way it looks how easy it is to use because as we know there are a lot of people that they take the leap of faith that you took but are a little bit intimidated by understanding of how steam cooking works how combination cooking works and the different functions of the oven and if you can't find what you're looking for on the screen on the knob on the interface whatever it might be if you can't find that easily you're not going to get the most out of it so you maybe not wasting your money but you're not going to really play with it and experiment with it so appearance ease of use and one thing for me is the bits all the bits that come with it or don't come with it and they're a really good indicator of the entire package so are you getting perforated trays descaling liquid food probes telescopic runners all of that all of those bits are another consideration because I think that's where you can get some value. Like that's where you can find some value in all of those bits. If you need, if you need to buy an, oven, I, I think in this day and age, if you, if you're buying an oven anywhere between the price of five hundred Australian right up to ten thousand dollars Australian, I don't think you should have to purchase an oven tray. That's my feeling. I don't think you should have to. I think there should be that as many as possible should be included, and then performance is probably now people will go performance second sometimes okay. so they'll go appearance then performance then how easy it is to use performance is in there certainly and the only way to judge performance is to actually see it working which is where a lot of brands get on as far as cooking demonstrations go but you went to one cooking demonstration and you took a interesting what I think is an interesting approach where you looked at not just the brand but what the appliance could do which is I think something that doesn't happen these days, now I work within the industry and have done oodles of cooking demonstrations um, and you didn't just go okay this brand does only this, you actually looked at it from an all over perspective and go okay I have a vague understanding of like what a combi steam oven can do and these were sort of the specs for the visa that you went to the demonstration at. These were, this was what it was saying it could do. And then you went and matched that information up against maybe other the other brand that you were looking at to see if it had similar performance.
0: Well, the brand I was looking at was Neff. Yeah. And so, yeah, I, I just looked at it. For me, unlike you, I like absolute ease of use. Yeah. You know, I'm not interested in learning good you know,
1: appearance matters. Oh well, yeah. and,
0: but to be fair, to me, most ovens look the same. Yeah. You well, know, you they're... might have, um, you know, an ability to look at a brand and know instantly by the look of it because of your experience. But to me, most oven, you know, they've got dark glass, they've got paler glass, they've got you know black handles, grey handles. They, they all look the same to me. Yeah. You know really so i was looking for I'm sure all
1: the manufacturers out there listening are really encouraged by hearing that and no, all the designers do. globally that are like going, trying to
0: unless you're getting an italian sort of brand that's you know those beautiful glossy colors and we've seen some of those particularly when we were in euro cucina a few years but you know that's not how typically australians you know we have them in a wall unit typically well, you don't really see the front so to me by and large they look the same I walk into a big showroom. But that's you. They look the same. Yeah. To me. Yeah. Whereas, you know, you've got the finer points. But I I would be looking for ease of use. Yeah. How easy is it for me to turn it on, get the right temperature, and do what I need to do? And you and I have had this discussion off air a lot of times about recipes, pre-programmed recipes, and I know you've done a lot of work on that. Yeah. And... I don't. For me, that's not something that I actually feel useful. But I know a lot of other people do. I find the information I get from the web more useful and more, more kind of because I guess I don't have a lot of experience with it. I tend to go to a trusted source, which for me is, you know, the the places I go to on the web.
1: Yeah, which is funny you say that actually because I kind of wonder if. So when you say a trusted source, wouldn't you think? That a manufacturer that includes programs or pre programs or recipe guided cooking within their appliance, wouldn't you think they have tested it? How do you, I mean, the question I suppose is is do you see the manufacturer as a recipe content creation part? Of, is that part of their well, business? Let's,
0: let's put in, you know, pre you testing some recent ovens and, and post. So pre you doing what you're doing now, I would have said that overall my experience with the information from manufacturers and and we have, you know we've built our business around this mm. is because some of the like the the information from a lot of the downloads that you get with a with an oven, in a PDF manual are often black and white. There's no photos of the food. There's a recipe that doesn't look appealing, doesn't sound appealing, and and for me I want to look at the finished product now I know I may not get it to look as good as the photo in the finished product but I look at that as my oh that looks great and then I work backwards to find the recipe Yeah. so if I'm reading a black and white PDF manual that comes with a, a download I'm not getting a lot of inspiration out of that and and also, from the recipes that I had in the, in the Bosch that we ended up buying, now this was seven years ago and I've no doubt things are better and if Bosch had ever talk to us, maybe they'd, they'd send us something. But, um, but, you know, the information that I got from Bosch was terrible hmm. and there's no way I was going to ever trust those pre-programmed recipes, which I think back in those days we were done by engineers who knew the oven but who weren't necessarily chefs. Now I think there's been a, um, a monumental change in that, and now we're seeing a lot more home economists, a lot more home cooks, a lot more chefs, professional chefs getting on board and tying up with an oven, or an oven brand, or a, a style, mm. and they're producing recipes. So they're for me a more trusted source. But this, you know, don't forget, this was the seven-year journey that yeah. we've been on. So back in the day, I just I tried it and it was terrible. I followed the recipes and it was terrible. And it didn't help me fall in love with my oven.
1: Yeah. You know? And what I would say to that point is that um, having a, a built-in recipe within an appliance doesn't account for technique. And no. I can't... I mean, how many times have I said that a good technique and an understanding of methodology and technique will give you a better result I think but I suppose you know the customer journey well what I think these days is appropriate as far as a customer journey is is research first I think I mean everyone does it but most people have got a phone a laptop whatever that's your starting point and don't maybe just don't pigeonhole yourself into one brand maybe have a look at multiple brands and walk in with a top two or three. And I know for a fact that the salespeople in the retail stores and regardless of big, small, you know, they are trained to the nth degree about these appliances and it is their job to answer your questions. And I'd be quizzing them rather than them telling you. Um and I think that's the best way to get the best result for what's going to be a kitchen which more likely than not if you're doing a renovation or a new build or even a replacement um, you know these things you're looking at hopefully somewhere between the 10-15 year department as far as the next time you're going to update them you know you want some longevity out of it you want you know to know that there's good service attached to it well that's probably the other
0: thing I would say that Service the after-sales yeah. service to me didn't even think about that, yeah. And the first time we had a problem with our life and I thought the service was appalling, yeah, absolutely appalling. And the you know getting a call from after lobbying in a call to the company, getting a call from some crowd in the UK who are managing our query, and you know, I just what you know, and then it was you know well they they're going to call you back in to, twenty-four to forty-eight hours. It was just before a long weekend, so of course it took days after. And when when the, the sales tech finally came out and you know, we had some issues with that, he had some personal issues going on in his life that were needing to be sorted out. But when I rang up the company and said, look, I can't get hold of him, they said, well, neither can we, and hung up on me. And now that was not a great experience, but it was markedly different recently when Doug made the call about something that was wrong with the oven, and it was really well sorted out. So maybe they've lifted their game since those days, but it was really well handled. Yeah. And so, my based on my first experience alone of the service that we got, I would never buy a Bosch oven again. Yeah. But now we've had a really good experience, so now they're back to an even playing field. Yeah. But I think that's a really important issue. Is who services? Is it done from in house? Is it done by outside contractors? Yeah. You know, who's who? If something goes wrong, who are you going to call up? Yeah. And who's going to help come and help you?
1: And I mean, services, like I know within the industry, service is like one of the biggest departments and one of the biggest problems within, and it's not just appliances, like car industry, all of them. Hmm. Like every industry is like your industry. So, you know, servicing your clients and customers is like everyone realizes it's paramount but there's only an infinite amount of time and money and effort you can put into you know it's a piece it's a major piece of the cake like it's like leaving the eggs Mm. out you know if you don't have the eggs you're going to get a flat cake yeah i hate to bring that up again but you know i thought it was a good one Um, man but the thing with services is that when you're maybe when you've looked at the the brands that you're considering absolutely consider service and who's doing it and where it's being done and but one thing I would say to people and I would stress to people is very rarely do you read a good online review and I can speak of this from not only a appliance industry perspective but like a restaurant perspective cooking perspective all the rest of it take what you read about other people's reviews with a grain of salt it's very hard to make up your own mind, but there'll be far less people writing a good review online versus the people that write a bad review. So you just need to weigh that up in your decision making as well, because very uh, people will always spend time writing a bad review; they won't spend any time writing a good one. And I'm not defending any brand here, and I think it works right across all brands. Is that you can read a million bad reviews about a brand about so-and-so has had this problem, that problem. You just said it yourself. You had a bad experience. Now, did you re- write a review about it? No. no. But if you were going to, would you have gone back years later and said, okay, this was my first review four years ago, five years ago. Since, would you give that update? Would you have said, I've had a better experience this time around? Yeah,
0: no, I don't
1: know. Probably. Uh, well, I don't Stats know, but I, say probably not.
0: I didn't uh I didn't write a bad review. Yeah.
1: You're never going to agree to a perfect review. It's
0: only been recently I've even we've even told people that it's a Bosch oven because yeah. cooking with steam's been built around the recipes being for any oven. Yeah. And if we'd said it was a Bosch people would have just naturally assumed it only works on our oven. Now that it's 7 years old and the old dials are getting a little bit loose and and to also, you know, you said these things are going to last maybe 15 20 years. We had 25 years out of our old chef split system, at least 25 years from the time we first renovated. Because of the fact that there's so much in that little oven, mm. the the moisture, the rubbers, the seals, there's so many different parts to what's in a, in a standard non-steam yeah. oven. I'm not expecting it to last too long. I'm not, you know, I know you, we joke about me wanting another oven, but... But I don't... I think it's been a great workhorse. And given that we've built a business around it... You, and it right, has been absolutely, you know... Flogged. Thumped. Yeah. Um, it's getting a gentler use now. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, but it's still going strong. It's still great. But yeah. I, I'm not expecting it to last 10, 20 years. I know,
1: but I would say to you that your oven's probably had... Uh, double the amount of regular use. Here. Maybe not double. Uh,
0: well, when you were cooking out of it, yeah, it was I certainly mean, you know, four or five recipes a day. for yeah. In those early years, it was a lot of days a yeah. week. You and very
1: rarely are people... I mean, most people when they're cooking, and I'm generalising again, but they're going to their stovetop before their oven. Yeah. So maybe... I mean, that's sort of one of the things in the customer journey too, is you look at it. Is maybe you look at how your cooking style, what it currently is, how it could change and what you need what you need and decide your appliances around that because I would bet right now if you like you put research into your oven but I reckon and I'm maybe assuming that I reckon if you had your time again you would have bought an induction cooktop
0: well I seem to remember a friend of mine who's a chef at the time (laughs) saying when I said uh what do you reckon about these Paul and he said nah Stick with gas. I don't
1: think I said that you at did, all.
0: Because I had I was over the line with an induction. I don't Yes. No. Nah, yeah That doesn't that's not and me what, at all. Oh, oh.
1: Anyway, No, I totally um, deny that.
0: Well any anyway, proof. I want some proof. Well we bought a gas hob and, yeah, yeah. and the what, gas and why they're deciding for And the, well at the time, um the gas hob is also uh I would also think about our bench heights. One one thing listeners um, I'm 5 foot 4 and our bench tops are quite high and when I got the gas hob installed what I hadn't counted on was the height of the hob so I have to stand on tippy toes to look into even a low saucepan to see the things cooking. You need to get you a little step. Oh yeah, that's what Doug said. <laughs> i said. No. Um, but that's, you know, and again an induction cooktop being flat, easier to clean, yes probably the next thing would be an induction cooktop but you know I, I just still come back to for me, it's ease of use. yeah, I still look at the ovens that we look at, and I think sometimes I see the digital display and you whoosh through things really quickly. That's not necessarily my comfort zone with these. Right. so ease of use for me and and I, and I also say the trays are great. the stainless steel trays inside steam ovens are so much easier to clean than anything you use in another oven they are fantastic yeah
1: I mean we could debate that oh I just because I mean you can pyro some trays and you know well
0: I don't I've never used a pyro but when you've got a roast pork in a a sticky oven and it's easy to clean out the oven and the trays just a bit of water and everything just comes off with a soft cloth I love it they are great and our trays yeah they're a little bit you know sort of maybe a little bit older looking now but they're still shiny still seven years in
1: yeah so, well, I mean, and that's the thing. So, I think maybe if you are in the shopping, in the market, give yourself a list of your top five priorities and what they are. Maybe that's the best way to go about it. And just write those down and then put your three brands up against those top five priorities and see where you sit. And, of course, budget comes into it as well. You know, and that will be one of. I would say most people's priorities is is how much money are they going to spend. But, I mean, there's a million choices out there. But the thing is, is that, you know, I mean, we don't sell ovens. That's not what we're about. Um, What we try and show is what they... The capabilities of them, what they can do, what they can't do. I mean, we've sort of seen that there's not a lot that they can't do better. Um, But, yeah, take the leap of faith and and have a look around. Don't just... I mean, friends of yours, very, very good friends of yours did a renovation only a couple of years ago. And after seeing what we've done with cooking with steam, eating the food out of your oven countless amount of times, they still didn't do it, did they?
0: No. No, and they're now dead to me. Um, (laughs) (laughs) My shame. (laughs) (laughs) No, they're not. But... No, but it's right. As I've said earlier, yeah. I haven't been able to convince not one, any of our friends, to actually um, buy a combi steam oven. And they've seen it. They've seen what we do. and Well,
1: most of them have eaten the food out of it yeah. and actually commented.
0: So um, the only one I've been able to convince is my sister-in-law. And she would probably, I would say, used it a lot in the beginning, um, but has probably resorted to using it a bit less now. Um, on a steam uh, function but definitely should be making a lot of bread and a lot of baking in it that's what she's got young kids and uh, that's what I know she'd be doing with it so look I think there's a lot of information out now there's a lot more research about why you would buy one and then it comes down to if you've made the decision to get one and you should because they are fantastic Hmm. and they can do everything a standard oven can do but more if you can afford it Get the best you can for the money you've got. Yeah. would be my advice, and go for simplicity.
1: Yeah, yeah. Okay then. I got nothing more to add. Sorted. Well, yeah. thank
0: you for that, and uh, thanks for listening.
1: So we've just told you how to buy your own. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't think we have. No, but I it's think just gone in like, circles. But... Yeah, but yeah, you know, I mean, research for mine is the key. Research, and there is a lot of really good research. And there's out there much now. more now than, like you say, than like there was when you were f- first shopping around. I mean they were brand they were brand new. Like Oh, exactly.
0: Were... And there was just those, you know, two to three Rob Sinclair videos and That was about a it. A couple from, you know
1: Overseas. Overseas yeah. and,
0: and they weren't that helpful. Yeah. And uh Yeah, so, you know, we've I think you've got to get one if you if you can afford you made the decision buy one and get the best you can afford, really.
1: Yeah you won't regret it.
0: No, absolutely not. Take care, everybody.
1: Thanks a lot. Bye. Bye.
0: Thanks for listening to this podcast as we explore home cooking in a modern world. We'd love you to subscribe, and for more information, please go to our website, cookingwithsteam.com.